say home is where the heart is. So I wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless. Welcome back to another episode of Doubly Negative. As always, I'm Chris here with my friend Kyle. Kyle, how are you? I'm okay, Chris. Got a little bit of heartburn, but nothing that's unmanageable. How you doing? I'm doing well. As you know, Man United lost this morning to Arsenal. Um, yeah. Deserve three points. Well, for Arsenal, uh, and you were at an Arsenal bar, so um, how did that feel as a Manchester United fan? Kind of sucked. Yeah, good. it kind of sucked. Good, good. It was like uh, it's like we scored first, and our celebration was a little muted because it's like okay, we're not really in our home territory. I don't want to go too yeah. crazy. And then when Arsenal scored, it was a fucking roar. I was very impressed but very annoyed at how into it the fans there were. Well, now you know how the Manchester United players felt. You know, they were also away from home. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're not having that same kind of backing. And arguably, yours is more uncomfortable because you're within the mix of people that are against you, you know? Yeah, it kind of sucked. Yeah. Yeah, but you made it through. Um, and I'm glad you had to watch it at Arsenal Bar. You being uh, a Manchester United fan. One thing I was confused about was your absence. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we can talk about this. So last night I joined a pro clubs party. Me, Kyle, Pete, Fu. Talking on Xbox Live. Yes. We, we play pro clubs. And they're like, oh, Hope Street tomorrow. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, you guys are going to Hope Street? I had never heard. I didn't get a... Any information about this? Kai goes, yeah, we're going. You are too, right? I was like, don't know. This is the first time I'm hearing of it. And then... Is that true? Yes, 100%. Because I was under the impression that we canceled last week with the understanding that this week it was definitely happening. Mm, That could be something I missed, admittedly. But I don't recall that whatsoever. (laughs) Well, that admission, I think that throws enough gray area in. Let's and, bring up uh, the text documents. Do we have the files? Text documents. Yeah, when when was this discussed? Uh, I think it would have been exclusively over Xbox Live Pro Clubs times. Mm, no written confirmation. So it's mentioned once a week ago and then never brought up again. Well, you're not always in the pro clubs chats, and I'm not sure about why you're absent there either sometimes. I got other stuff to do. Eh, debatable. You know, you know, I got a wife. We do stuff together. And I'm not always on Xbox. Well, you know what the, the famous priorities list is? It goes club, wife, kids. So the club comes first. No, no, no. Not, <laughs> not. <laughs> the Xbox Live club with your friends the yaki yakbos come first so we're kind of coming up not to switch gears here but we're kind of coming up on a a difficult time for the club i know you have an xbox now but the time change could cause some issues for the lads i'm hoping that it's going to be some motivation for me to wake up early i'm hoping that it's going to go smoothly i'm going to wake up at seven ish and and life is going to be great the club's going to thrive that's what i'm hoping we'll see yeah, I hope so. It's a good time. We're doing well. But as you guys all heard in the beginning, there's a little bit of a 
disconnect in the club, team building exercises being put on without, you know, the whole team being invited. Until they show up and they say, oh, you're going here tomorrow? And they go, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I thought it was assumed. That that was something that was said. It was assumed that you already knew. Assumed? We've gone that, once this year. We've gone That once. is a standard narrative. That We've is a gone, standard. We have gone once this year, but it was assumed that I knew we were all going this Saturday. I do just want to reiterate, I have – now, my memory is shit in general, but mm-hmm. I have Mine a – I have a cloudy memory of being in the same chat last week and and I and I was specifically asked are you going to go tomorrow and I said no but absolutely next week and I think you were in that one if, no, if, if you weren't absolutely no so I know when we had the conversation where you told Pete you were not going I was there for that but I don't recall absolutely next week and if you know anything about this friend group absolutely next week is not a confirmation. You need a confirmation later on in the week. You can't just say absolutely next next week and then Saturday night it's like, okay, I know where I'm going tomorrow because we're certainly going to be there. Well, I can't speak for anyone else, but when I say absolutely, I mean it. And I was the one that said it and uh, I, I was there. Oh, and so you absolutely mean it absolutely all the time. If I say absolutely, I, I try to mean it, yeah. I bet I can go through our our chat logs, and I'm guilty of it too. I'm not just calling you out, but there's probably been times where I'll absolutely be ready at this time, and then it's a... Let's do it. Let's go through them. We can't do it right now because I can't see. (laughs) But I know I'm guilty of it too. I don't want to shift focus on you know our own problems. Is this why we're not together right now? Is this why you... No, it has nothing to do with that. I have a little bit of an earache, and I hope Mm. I don't have like a little ear infection going on here. Is our relationship suffering uh, as a result No, of we're – so if we were a couple married, living in a house, we would be, like, interacting, but it's not, like, fun You would, You would be giving me the cold shoulder. You would yeah. You would be saying things with a shitty tone. You wouldn't really be looking at me. Yes. Yeah. And every once in a while, I would throw in, like, a – you want a water or something? Like, offer it out, see if I can kind of ease our way back into just, you know. And I would be like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? He's – yeah, you wouldn't get it. No. Yeah, you wouldn't understand. I'd be like, that... he's, he's being so gay, and I'm gay too because I'm with you, but like, you're yes. being super gay. Yeah, and then like, we'd like get ready for bed, lay down, and then I wouldn't be cuddly, and you would ask, what's wrong? And when you didn't answer me, I would just violently rape you without your consent. Yeah, it would be brutal. You don't want to talk? Fine, I don't either. <laughs> I'm going to make you bleed in this very specific area. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that got violent quick <laughs> but yeah well that's what we'd be doing right now i'd be getting taken advantage of if you will from kyle well i'm glad i'm not your wife or your husband for that matter i'm the one that would be taking it you're the one that was aggressive Ah, uh, i see oh you're mm-hmm. saying you weren't even like con- thinking about the rape thing at all you were thinking about just like the passive aggressive tone throughout the house not even the crime yeah if you share a bed (laughs) with me you're gonna you're gonna get it that's just a given i was going back to the argument yeah oh (laughs) that's so funny you're like oh the rape thing no no, not that just the whole not a big deal the whole you know jabs back and forth throughout the night is too much for kyle oh yeah yeah um but hey i'm willing to move past it if you are and I know you aren't responsible. 
I should have well, left. Yeah, I was just about to say. I don't. I don't think I have anything to really. You're a passenger in the situation. Absolutely. You know, you're going to a bar that you know I, me and a couple other people in the group go to. You're not an Arsenal fan. You're not the one driving the. Hey, let's all go to this place. So you do agree that it's generally understood that you and these people go there. Is it almost assumed that you go there? No, not even close. Like <laughs> I said, we've only gone. I'm once walking this you year. into. No, no, uh-huh. no. We've only gone once this year, uh-huh. maybe twice. But if I am going, you can assume I'd be with these people, and you could also assume that it would be mentioned in the group chat between me and these two other people. Well, sounds like you got a rift forming. You're gonna have mm. to address yeah. that. No, I'm not gonna address it. Oh, no. No, I'm just going to move on and chalk it up to maybe I missed a text. Maybe I missed something that was said while playing pro clubs. Who knows? We we move on. We move. Just All like right. Arsenal when they went down today, they moved. And what happened? And what happened? You're asking me? Yeah. yeah no, you were there. You saw I didn't what? see the end of the game. I don't know. I left early. Did you really? No. Oh, okay. So. What happened? I forget. It was like some sort of accident or something. Well, Arsenal won in the 90th minute. and That doesn't sound right. I don't know about that. I'll have to check. Woo! It was something. I was screaming. It was a good time. And I was just in my house with my dog. Not with my friends. Because (laughs) I was... What was the word I used before? Afterthought. Uh, Gay? Oh. Yeah. No, it was an afterthought (laughs) invitation. Okay. So I guess we can talk about that. Have you been in a situation where you've received a, oh, oh, you can come too? I think I'm always the first on the invite list just by default. So I don't think I've been in that situation. The toxicity from pro clubs is kind of coming over into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not toxic. I'm just, you know, kind of. No, I'm for, just like Pete with the, oh, well, he's good. Like, you know, when they're talking about the other club. Um, I'm trying to think if I've ever been in that situation. I don't think so. Well, I'm sure I have, but it may be. I think in those, because I just generally don't want to do things usually. Even if it's like, if it's like the group of like your core, like best friends. Yeah. It's probably just like a very easy way to decline. Like, Mm. okay, I, I wasn't really involved here anyway, so it's easy for me to decline. So I see it as a relief. I remember we were having like a. Uh, me and another group of friends will have like online poker nights sometimes very yeah. rarely, but it happens. And, and because of the time zone difference, like they're in the U S I was in Bali. I remember it was like, you know, they, they just, they made the plans when I wasn't even up and I woke up and, and, you know, it, they just started playing without me and I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, and it kind of miffed me a little bit, but it's not, a, it wasn't a big deal. Mm. Yeah. Like that's, that's why I'm not going to address this. Not a big deal, but you know, Maybe that's where we differ. I'm the kind of guy that's like, oh, we want to go here. Let me tell all the people that would want to be involved mm. that I want them involved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a little separation there. I makes see it. Think. Well, Ma- makes I, you think. I, I thought we were moving on, but it sounds like we're still in it. No, nah, yeah, no, we can move on. We can move on. So what's going on with you? Um, Let's see. I'm leaving at the end of the week. End of the week, that came up uh, 
Well, you were talking about wanting to leave, but it was one of those, like, not sure yet. We're going to get a date. And whenever I hear that in my head, I'm like, oh, well, it'll be pushed. Like, yeah, you're looking, but it's not going to be that soon. Well, you can grab a flight like that. So you found one and you're taking it. What day? Friday. Mm, I was one of the last to hear about that, too. Oh, here we go. Okay, no, no, we'll move on. We'll move on. We'll move on. So Friday. Um, are you excited? Are you nervous? Did you do what you wanted to do while you were here? Uh, all of those things. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited to go back. Um, excited for the warm weather again, of course, oh, but, uh, I'm jealous. Yeah. Of course I'm going to be with my lovely girlfriend again. See, see my other friends over there. But you, um, you must remember that since you left premarital sex has been outlawed. So. Refrain. Yeah, we're not gonna do any of that. No. no. Okay. Just wanted to, to remind you, you you weren't there when it happened, and yeah. you're going back. I would hate to see you in jail for, you know. No, no, I'm not gonna break any laws. Um, nervous, yeah. And this is something I don't know if we've talked about, but almost any time I make a transition, it's like it's like I've made a new comfort zone. Like my comfort zone was over there, and I was nervous to come back. Now I've made a comfort zone here. Now I'm nervous to go back. And, uh, yeah, it's just like, eh, I'm going to leave where I feel safe. So that, and then as far as doing everything I wanted to do here, yeah, I feel like it. I feel like I've spent time with who I needed to spend time with. And I, uh, definitely worked pretty hard on all the mental health stuff. I did a lot with regard to that. Yeah. So, and that was, that was the main goal. So, yeah, I think I've done what I needed to do. So this is kind of like a big time. Like when you get back, you need to make sure you, you stay on track. Because like you yep. said, you're nervous to go back and you've developed that comfort zone here. And now you're going somewhere. It's like it's not as intense as it was when you first moved away from all your friends and family. But I'm sure there's still a little bit of that, like hanging around when you go back after a long period of time. What do you mean exactly hanging around? No, like I mean, so you, you came here, you developed that that comfort zone feeling, you know, mm -hmm. being around friends and family. And it's not like you're moving there for the first time. I'm sure when you move there for the first time, you had a lot of anxiety, a lot of questions, a lot of unknowns. Mm -hmm. And you don't have as many now, but you have got comfortable being back here and being home. And now you're going back there and it's not as intense as moving there for the first time. But I'm sure some of those feelings still are kind of there. Yeah, I always see it as a good chance to kind of reset. And I think usually when I make a, a transition like this, moving to a new place, usually I kind of use it as a momentum builder. And I, if I get started right away, whatever, I'm on a good track. So hopefully that's the case. Um, could go the other way, but but I'm hoping not. Yeah, and I think it'll be like a nice, like you'll have all that like reuniting with Tika and just being happy, being back with her. And that'll be enough to like get you through what could be like a hard time. Like if you didn't have someone to go back to there, it might be a little more difficult. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But I think that'll, that'll be good. And like Kyle noted, he will not be breaking any laws. So if you're listening to Indonesian government, he didn't do it. No, of course not. Yeah. Hmm. So Friday, huh? Yep. First going to, uh, I'm heading to Bangkok first, just for, I think two nights. Um, Meeting up with a couple of friends that I haven't seen in a while, and then straight on to Bali after that. Hmm. 
should we try to plan something before you go? As Play. a friend group. Oh, well. Uh, we like could. Maybe like a little get together, like, hey, you're leaving. See you in the flesh for the last time for a little while. We certainly could. Mm, I think that would be a good idea, even though it'll be tough with, you know, it being a weekday. I'm sure we can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see about that. I got to see what's going on with my family, too. But uh, as long as it's not too late, you know, because if I'm leaving Friday, Thursday, eh, you know, cutting it close. But yeah, cutting it very close. We'll figure it out. If we don't, we don't. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so what else is going on? How about you? What are you doing? What's going on with you? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good. I'm exercising. I'm excited to go to the gym. And I kind of uh, joined a cult. Uh, since the last time we talked a cult well it's a cult not really a cult but if this person were to start a cult i would join andrew tate andrew huberman oh yeah so huberman to me is like tate to you where like i really look up to this guy everything he says i really agree with okay and i think that's because he sounds way smarter than me and i'm like oh he's got this title whatever he says i'll do he does sound pretty smart. Yeah. So I've uh, I heard him on the Two Bears One Cave podcast, and listening, I was just after hearing it, I just wanted to hear more of what he had to say, and he goes way more in depth in his own podcast series. So I've just started all the way at the bottom, episode one, and I'm working my way through, and I've already spent some money. So this guy is successful. Is he selling his own products, or what? No, he spent money no, he on? just he just talks about things he does. He links certain things and he has sponsors, obviously, but a lot of the times when he's talking about something he does or a product he uses, he says, they are no way affiliated to me. This is just something I use. I've seen a lot of success with this. Mm, okay. Mm. So I um, I bought a, a light a sunlight replicating lamp to use in the mornings because he said that was beneficial. I bought some supplement that I haven't taken yet because I'm nervous to take it. Why? Uh, It's only been studied on rats for some of the stuff that's in there. Here we go. Yeah. And I was like, "Mm." it's supposed to boost your testosterone, your natural testosterone. And really like, it's kind of like taking steroids without taking steroids. Dick pills for rats. Mm. So I have that in my cupboard ready to take, but I'm worried that it might affect my natural testosterone when I stop taking it. And if I were to fuck up me and Michelle's chances of having a kid for taking a supplement, like when we've been trying so hard for it, I would never be able to forgive myself. So I'm keeping it shelved. And now, I haven't, uh, I, I haven't listened to this guy a lot, but he seems like a very thorough guy. So I, I would imagine he would have addressed that concern while he was talking about this. Wouldn't he? Yes, he did, but there are other things online saying that it could potentially damage your natural T levels. He says it hasn't for him. And another thing I respect about him is saying him he will say like, oh, it hasn't happened to me. You should consult your doctor. You're different than I am. Consult your physician. Get your blood work done. You make your own decisions, but this works for me. So he's not saying it's a this is a this will make you jack. This will make you produce so much testosterone. He says, you know, this is these are my numbers before and after I take it. Here's my blood work. It works for me. Well, it's not his product he's selling. So that's just being safe and smart. 
Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because people, oh, well, he told me to take it. I'm going to sue him. Yeah. So what are you doing then? You're Are you just going to wait for a day when you feel more sure about it? Or are you going to go to your doctor? Or what, what are you doing with it? No, I'm going to wait because so Michelle and I are trying to have a baby. Obviously, we've talked about that many times in this podcast. We um, have failed multiple times, but she has been prescribed progesterone, which is something she has to bad whistle. I take that stuff too. Yep, right up the uh, the wazoo, and it disintegrates, and it's supposed to help, you know, the walls, you know, grab that that seed that I'm sending up there. So it makes the pussy tighter. No, 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 no. It just makes the walls catching. You know, it's like um. Hmm. I was gonna do like a baseball analogy when you hit a home run and someone catches it with mm. the glove. Okay. So someone trying to catch the home run ball with the glove versus a bare hand. Okay, and it makes your glove huge. Walls are wearing, yeah. So the glove's huge. So it has a better chance of catching it. So we're working with that stuff. And if that doesn't work, we're going to move to IVF. So if this doesn't work and we're going to IVF, I might start it when we're doing the IVF or I might do it after we start the IVF. Just here's here's my part of the deal i don't need to supply anything anymore you make that work and i can do whatever so, so so let me put this in more basic terms i think what you're saying is this stuff might affect your sperm in some way so you want to get your sperm out of your body where it needs to be and then you can mess up the next sperm because that sperm will be it won't matter as much yeah yeah okay yeah so i'm hedging my bets here yeah. But after we have a child, if I fuck up my my natural testosterone levels, I'll just hop on synthetic for the rest of my life until I die. I have no problem with that. Yeah, we should probably do that anyway. We're getting to that age. Yeah. Yep. 31. You're 33? 34. <laughs> That's old. Yeah. My balls are just, I mean, they're done. Speaking of balls, though, this people that take this stuff, most of the things I've read they're like, yeah, my balls are massive from taking this stuff. Really? It'll increase the size of your testicles because they're working at such a higher rate to produce testosterone. All right. Well, that's the opposite of taking tests then because that makes your balls smaller. Mm. So, so you're this saying is... I should take it now? Yeah. Yeah, this is going to increase your chances. I mean, it could. It's uh, It's an aphrodisiac. They call it the black aphrodisiac in Africa, the root that it's uh, derived from. So it's not for white people. Soon we don't know yet. I'll tell you after I start taking it. But stay what tuned. If it makes, for that. What if it makes your dick black? And it like I have you seen that South Park <laughs> episode where uh Stan's dad is wheeling his balls around in a wheelbarrow? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. gonna be me. Well, that was my next question. Are you worried that it's gonna make your balls too big that your dick is disproportionately small? It's it already it a cocktail impressive. weenie sitting on top of a coin purse. So not much damage can be done. Like a larger coin purse. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. I I support it either way. I I think you're doing the right thing. So here's the thing. Here's like the kind of risk reward. I risk, you know, disproportionate genitalia, but I'm married already and I'll be jacked. And your dick might be black. Fine. Those are all good things. Yeah. 
I mean, tell 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 me the negative, and I won't do it. I, mean, go, I, I don't hear. Go ahead, try. No, I, I don't hear anything negative. Yeah. So anything this guy has been saying, I've been like, oh, I should do it, and I've been like annoyingly talking to Michelle about it, like, oh, we should do this, we should do that, we should do this, and it seems a little crazy, but at least it's me wanting to better, you know, my current situation. Sure. Yeah. And it was kind of a coincidence because you asked me about if I heard about him and I had already because he's been around for a little bit. Yeah. But just the night before you texted me, I'd I'd watched something where he was talking about cold showers and literally the next day I did it and I've been doing it for like four days and uh, they, they blow. It sucks. Yeah. Especially here because uh, I've been doing cold showers on and off for a long time. I heard about it like 10 years ago, but I just forgot. It, no, I didn't really forget. Actually, the problem is in Indonesia and Thailand, you can't get the water cold enough. It's just yeah, like it's just lukewarm. lukewarm. Yeah. So back at my mom's in in you know here in the it's it's really cold, dude. That water gets ice cold. I got like a headache from the the water on my head. Yeah. But uh, but actually, it, it feels pretty good, and they say there's a lot of health benefits. I don't know, so I, yeah, I might so continue doing it. I did that the day I left the gym Thursday, and I haven't had the balls to do it again. Mm. but uh, I am going to try again tomorrow when I get home from the gym. It's rough. Yeah, but the key is to start slow. Like, take a warm shower and then slowly lower it throughout the shower and then stay in there for a little while and then turn it off and then try to just get in there longer and longer each time. Maybe. I just did the cold plunge the first time. I just went straight ass ice cold. Kill uh, me. I, I was like whimpering. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Start start warm and just make it progressively colder when you first start. I feel I feel like that's the easiest. That's what I've done each time. Okay. So I don't know. But yeah, I joined a cult. And like I said, I'm feeling good. I feel like I'm dropping weight. I have a little more confidence with myself because I'm lifting weights again. Nice. Uh, deadlifted at the gym the other day and I wasn't going to. I saw someone struggling with 225 and I said, you know what? I can deadlift. Ah, so you felt like the alpha in the room because not not even the alpha, but it like I was kind of embarrassed of my capabilities, and I think that could be because of where I was before, and then seeing someone else struggle with something that I could do after not doing it for years, I was like more comfortable giving it a go, and I guess not years, but years consistently. Like I did it maybe like five times in the past couple of years, mm -hmm. so I was like, eh, I don't know if I should be doing that. Saw that, and I went, oh. Just give it a go. Did you get that DOMS the next day? Mm, is that delayed onset muscle soreness? That's exactly what it is. Okay. Yes. Yes, I did. And I'm still sore now, but not as sore as I thought I would be. I didn't go too crazy. Yeah. Mine was really rough when I first got back into it like two and a half or three weeks ago. But now it's like I was talking about that the other day. Like it's kind of amazing how that goes away. Like you get sore as hell the first few times you do it. And then as long as you stick with it, that just goes away and you're fine. It's crazy. Yeah. The pain just turns into fatigue, really. Mm. Like you can just feel like, oh, my legs are tired. It's not like I can't stand up right now. Right. Yeah. And like it's it's a weird pain because it, it feels debilitating. But at the same time, it's not like I was walking up the stairs and it really hurts, but you can still do it. It's, it's very strange. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm excited to get back to it. I'm still taking things slow, getting back into the whole lifting thing. And then I'm going to jump headfirst back into powerlifting again. Nice. 
Yeah. So I'm excited about that. I have a goal I want to reach. And like my therapist says, appreciate the small goals, the small wins along the way. And that's what's helping keep me motivated. I've been eating clean for like all January. So you were like looking at the clock. I thought you were going to say like an hour and a half. No, I was going to say for about 35 yeah. minutes. <laughs> no, I was I was going to say a month, but I didn't want to overshoot it. So all of January, almost okay. a month. So nice. eat clean, feeling good, exercising, hitting the sauna, looking for ways to improve. So doing that, hoping I can stick with it. But it seems for real this time. Cool. Uh so hopefully it's real and hopefully I don't just go back to default fat kid that doesn't want to do anything. Well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep you on track every week. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll do a check-in on that and you'll have to, you, you just got to promise to not lie. And if, if you oh, fall yeah. off, you gotta, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm always very honest on here. True. And I, I did bring it up with the therapist, me waiting to default back to not wanting to do anything. Mm. And she was kind of just saying like, don't, be too hard on yourself if you miss a day just know like the next day is a new day you have to do it that day mm. which seems like very simple advice but it makes a lot of sense the problem is what if you don't feel like doing it the next day the next day is a new day but you have to make <laughs> sure you have to make sure you stay on track you got to just get up and go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm very mo- motivated to do so okay now also, you mentioned therapy. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say. Also, I started taking ashwagandha recently. What the fuck is that? Um, don't know. My work weight makes it, and I've heard good things about it. So I started taking it, and I do definitely notice a difference. Of what? Focus, drive, wanting to do things and be active. Ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. How long have you been taking it? Hmm. A week? They've tried this on humans? I don't know. <laughs> no, ashwagandha, no. Like, you can go into CVS and buy that. That's not like uh, like the other stuff I have in the cupboard, ready to rock. Man, supplements, like, I believe in them, and at the same time, I don't. Yeah, I was always in the I don't side until I started taking glucosamine chondrite. I don't think that's the right way to say that second word, but... I used to have knee pain like all the time and I would wake up in the middle of the night with really bad knee pain, like would ruin my sleep and I'd be whimpering in the bed. And I started taking that every day and I, maybe it's happened twice since I started taking it and it used to be like a weekly occurrence. That's pretty cool. I remember you talking about that, that that's very cool. And I like that especially because it's a, there's a marked market. I think he's market. There's a market difference. You could say this did it, but especially the mental stuff, it's really hard to judge. Oh, yeah. Like I have when I was having actual pain and then taking it, the pain goes away. If it's mental stuff, it could 100 percent all be placebo. It told me it was going to do this stuff. So I think it's doing that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So I have a tough time with that. I guess the only way would be tracking stuff over a longer period of time. Um yeah, but that, I feel that, like, especially with the mental stuff, you have to, like, how do you, you know, mark it? Do you take a test every day? Like, I mean, what do you take some sort of, I, like, how do you even track if that's getting better over time? Good question. Yeah, man, I don't know. I mean, it, I guess tests would be the best way, but that's not realistic. But 
doing some sort of logging your days. Like, yes, my focus still feels better. You know, because because the, the worry is the placebo effect's not going to last a super long time. So you probably, I think what happens a lot, and this is what I was going to say about a lot of shit like this, like cold showers might be one of them. Who knows? All these things that people say are beneficial. You usually do it. And then the first couple of days, you're like, wow, this I changed my life. I just figured it out. I'm never going to feel bad again. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks later, you're not even doing it anymore or you're just not getting the same benefit. So I don't know. I would say like as long as you're taking it like three weeks or a month and you say, oh, I still feel like this is doing something. I think it means a lot more. I think it has to do with like the, oh, here's this new thing. I haven't done it before. And then you really notice the effects and you keep doing it and doing it and it just becomes kind of normal to you. And that's why these people with all these different solutions to how to make your life better have a laundry list long thing of things that you should do to keep, you know, making yourself feel better because you need to keep doing something different to do it, to, to achieve that feeling. Could be that too. And there's, there's a couple things I really kind of hate about it. And one of them is the way that people get too excited about things when they haven't been doing them long. And in Rogan was a super villain in this way. Cause when I started listening to Rogan, he's all about the green shakes. I was like, okay, I'll do those. And then he's like, okay, meditation's good. Okay. I'll do those. But it seemed like over the years I've been watching Rogan and every month he does a new thing. And he's like, Oh, I've been doing sauna. I feel better than ever. And then the next month it's like, I've been taking this. I feel better than ever. And he was I've always been feeling nothing but elk meat, better than yeah, ever. He's always feeling better than ever. Right. So it's like, I just, and then the other thing is, which kind of goes into this too, is like, how many of these do I have to do? Yeah. And like when, does I'm it, not... when, when does it end? When can I just, yeah. oh, I'm doing these things. I'm good. And now, okay, I feel like shit. I'm depressed. Oh, it's because I didn't do my fucking ice shower today. So now I'm, now I'm the problem that I'm not feeling good because I didn't do all the supplements, meditation, workout, you know, gratitude. And it's just like, it, it gets to be a point where it's just exhausting. Yeah. Sometimes people will be listing things that they do to make themselves feel better. And it's like, oh, you don't work a nine to five. Yeah, I, I yeah. work a nine to five. I don't have time to do all these things. Yeah, I remember we were making fun of that a long time ago. One of those Instagram things. It's like wake up at four a.m. and oh, you yeah, have yeah. to do all this shit before seven. It's like fuck you. Yeah, not gonna happen. But overall, feeling good. I just hope I don't fall off this train. And like I said, gonna try to appreciate the small wins along the way to keep the motivation. Cool. So I got a, I think I got an interesting document. Let's hear it. Let's see it. Let's read so, it. So, so, um, uh, my last psychiatrist was a bitch, right? Yeah. So I decided to cancel with her now. Oh, I don't think, yeah, I had the new psychiatrist appointment too. So I could talk about that a little bit. I didn't talk about him yet. Right. Not the new one. You just had the appointment. All right. Well, I'll just say the new guy's cool. Um, I, I like him. We, he he actually seems to care. He took the whole hour. Um, yeah, whatever. But the the thing I wanted to talk about right now is the old psychiatrist. I canceled on her, but I also wanted documentation because I just want it for my own records. Like I want something saying that I was diagnosed with this and here's the medication I was taking. So I called and I asked the receptionist for that. And they said, okay. And they sent me something. They sent something over. And I think it's something that I was not supposed to see. Really? And, uh, yeah, I can share my screen. It's going to be, I don't know. It's on YouTube, but fuck it. I'll, I'll just do it. Yeah, share uh, it and then read a love the class. All right. I'm checking to see if there's anything that should not be shared here. Probably the whole fucking thing. Mm. But 
Very small dick. Yeah. <laughs> Uncomfortably small. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sharing my screen yet, right? No. Okay, how do I do that? Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay. Can you see it? You're going to want to join on the YouTube for this. Okay, I can see it. All right, so you, so what you're seeing right now is a printout, and I believe I'm not supposed to see this because I believe this is my psychiatrist's notes about me. Oh, this is juicy. It is juicy. And uh, you can go ahead and, and, and read this out loud if you feel up to it, or I can. You should, because I can't see that well. Okay. So it's got a section that says, Chief Complaint. I don't like the Abilify. And History of Present Illness. Now, this is just her notes, I think. Mm-hmm. And and you'll you'll hear this and you'll know why I'm not supposed to hear this, read this. Okay. Patient presented today and stated that he does not like the Abilify and that he read negative things about it and that other people told him that the medication decreases motivation. Patient mentioned that he did not want to take the medication from the start. Patient stopped taking his Abilify and was educated on medication compliance. He stated that, I don't mean to be difficult, but I want another medication. Patient educated that if he continues to stop medications, he may be in the future discharged for non-compliance. He stated that he thinks he has ADHD. He was referred for neuropsych testing, and he replied, I don't have time to wait for an appointment. Patient stated that he was been eating a lot due to his depression, mentioned that the Abilify is making him gain weight. He was educated that evidence-based studies have shown that Abilify does not cause weight gain. Patient became irritable and said, well, well, I heard otherwise from other people. Patient was irritable and very argumentative on this appointment. <laughs> so how did you feel when you read this for the first time? Um, Pretty angry, and a lot of it is not accurate. Uh, some of it is, but a lot of it is not accurate. Irritable uh, and very argumentative. It makes it sound like you're trying to fight her. I even remember I specifically said, I think I said this on the podcast. I said to her, um, now I don't want to be argumentative, but, <laughs> but whatever. Um, wow. And uh, so, so I read that and then that, I, I had already been wanting to do this, but that pushed me over the edge. I decided to send her a message. Ooh. And uh, I can read that. This is juicy. We should have led with this. This could have taken over the whole podcast. <laughs> so I, um, I sent this. I don't. I don't have um, access to her contact information, but I have access to the 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 you know the the general mailbox. Mm-hmm. And uh, after I canceled, I I wrote this email. I said, "Hello, my previous provider. Uh, her name. Well, her name's Rosalind. Fuck her. Mm-hmm. Stated quite confidently that Abilify does not cause weight gain." I've since found evidence-based studies that suggest Rosalind might be confused or uneducated in this matter. Please pass these links along for her continued growth and development. And I gave four <laughs> links to evidence-based so studies. Four <laughs> links to different studies that all show Abilify causes weight gain. Because that's the one thing I can really nail her on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I say, Indeed, there are other studies that support Rosalind's view. However, I think we can all agree that incorrectly unequivocal statements should be avoided, especially regarding side effects from medication. All the best, Kyle. I love your response because it was very matter of fact. And passive aggressive, too. I I like so passive. That's my favorite part of it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So that was to the general mailbox. What are what what are the odds that she gets to see that? It's got to be close to 100 percent. 
You think like, so? They, they're supposed to pass that along to her, right? If they don't, they, they're not doing their job. Is it killing you to not know if she's going to read it or not? Like you want a response from her? Because I would be begging for a response. No, actually, I don't really want a response because I think she's the type of person where she it just wouldn't get through to her anyway. She would probably double down and say my studies are bullshit or whatever. And it just, it just wouldn't go anywhere. So I kind of feel like sending that was what I needed to do. And now I'm kind of done with that. I, I don't care at all about any of that. Yeah, you, you drop the mic and walk away. Walk away. Exactly. Which is like the best move because then you just – it could be a never-ending cycle of just, no, well, here, read this. Or here, read that. And then it's like uh, – yeah. Are we really going to do this right now? I mean, who? there's no winner at the end of it. Yeah. You win and, in your head by doing what you did. Right. And she wins in her head by thinking that I'm some irritable asshole, which, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So, fuck you, Rosalind. Yeah. And, and my new guy was, was cool. Um, He actually mentioned a vilify causing weight gain, too, funny enough. Did he really? Um, yeah, and I didn't even mention it. I just said, yeah, I was I called. Vilify. I, w- I would have called Rosalind and said, Can you, yeah. one second, Doc. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> no, no, because I mentioned I was taking Abilify, but I went off it after a month because it wasn't really working. And he's like, well, yeah, some people don't like it. One of the chief side effects is weight gain. Like, oh, interesting. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just told him that I was on the new medication, which which I think I should be on anyway. And he said, yeah, let's continue with that. We can increase the dose and whatever. And uh, yeah, uh, one of the first things he said, too, that I really liked is he goes, so we've only got an hour right now. It's kind of complicated diagnosing someone. If we can't do it right now, we'll do it next time. And I just told him, I was like, well, I'm glad to hear you say that because my previous one did it in about five minutes. Yeah, that's you – know, she, she really – she's she's someone in her career that's just mailing it in. I've got the degree. I'm yeah. collecting the check. Yeah. And it Absolutely. sucks that it's coming from like a mental health care provider, but that you'll get that in any profession. You just got to hope it's not somewhere where it's going to affect you. Tremendously, yeah, and I even asked her on the second appointment too. I was like, "Just for my records, what did you diagnose me with?" Because I mean, I told her I thought I was bipolar, but she just prescribed me medication, didn't say the diagnosis. So she says, "I diagnosed you with bipolar," and I said, "Type one or type 2? And she's like, "Uh," and I could tell she didn't even have the answer. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, she she just sucked. And you you got to watch out for those, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah, she uh, she was certainly mailing it in. Yeah, and uh, Lombowski said it to me before. I probably said it, but you gotta advocate for yourself. You gotta, you gotta do your own part, and I, I think that's true. It, just in kind of understanding what's going on with yourself and what might be the course of action, just so when you go into the appointment, you know when something sounds off. Um, and there are other ones out there too. Speaking as someone who felt really hopeless, especially because of my time constraints, I knew that I only had a couple months at most. And I was feeling super hopeless, especially after trying to make so many appointments. But the truth is there are alternatives out there. If you find someone that sucks, you can find another one. Yeah, and it's good. I'm sure a lot of people don't do what Jumblowski suggested and advocate for themselves. Yeah. They kind of just, oh, they're the professional. They know what they're doing. I'll just do what they're saying and kind of just, I mean, the message here is do your own research, figure out what works best for you because you know yourself better than jocelyn does that's yeah i'm sure yeah and i'm rosalyn rosalyn yeah (laughs) so disrespectful can't even remember her name and i'm gonna go totally against and this has been a a point that we've talked about a few times but the whole idea was should you self-diagnose 
And, uh, you know, I think Nick came on and said, well, maybe sometime, maybe not. And I'm going to say, absolutely, you should just based on doing your own research. And, and this is something that I've read more about recently. A lot of people, especially bipolar people, are misdiagnosed for years. They yeah. think they've just got depression because they don't realize the other part. And I think a lot of that will come down to them not doing their own research and just insufficient testing and uh, discussion. Because if you get someone and they diagnose with you within five minutes, they haven't really looked at the whole picture. So that's up to you to really look at what might be going on. And it's going to be difficult, especially depending on your situation. But the more you do, the better. And uh, if, if you get called a know-it-all or, or argumentative or whatever, so be it. You, you really have to figure it out yourself to some degree because they're not going to do it for you. Yeah, you have to be self-aware. They're not with you every waking moment of every minute of your life. You yeah. know the ups and downs more than they do. Like you said, this woman diagnosed you within five minutes. Bipolar is not something that you can just... It's got to be that. Based off of what you said, you definitely have that. Like, that's... It could be weeks, months of just extreme highs and then same with extreme lows. You have to... She doesn't know that. And it's hard for you on a day-to-day -day basis to kind of judge that as well because, oh, I'm not as low, so maybe I'm better. Like, is this normal? Especially if that's something you've been going through your whole life. You that feels normal to you, and you don't know what a normal non bipolar life is like. I think what happens to a lot of people too who haven't been dealing with it for a long time or haven't been tracking it is they just feel one way and they forget about the other way. So they'll just feel depressed, for example. They'll go to the psychiatrist, say, I'm depressed, and then they get prescribed a depression medication, and it just doesn't work for them because it's not exactly what they've got. And they, they waste years that way. Um, and I mean, this is something I understand. I don't understand all the other t types of things, but I'm sure it happens with all types of diagnoses, just not fully understanding what's going on. And you pick out one thing, you get prescribed a medication for that and it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So just be aware of how you're feeling. Be honest with your psychiatrist, psychologist, and do what's best for you. I think that's, that's the message there. I had something else I wanted to bring up unrelated. Okay. I feel like uh, I tried to start a bit last podcast and it just tanked and I'm, I'm ashamed of it. And uh, I'm just upset with how it went. So is it could be partially my fault here. Because sometimes it is. Mm -hmm. Well, go on. Maybe, maybe I recognized a bit and I said, that's not good. Let's kill it here. So it was uh, Aiden, the Singaporean, uh, writing in the, the letter to us. I thought and that I was going well with I thought things well went well with that. Now, you did something, and it might have been subtle, and maybe the, the listeners didn't catch it, but I caught it, and it threw me off, and uh, it continued a little bit, too. So I, I read the No, I was starting to read the letter. I said, hello, my name is Aiden, and you go, Aiden, is that a name for Singaporean people or something like that? And the funny thing is, I actually did research it. Aiden is one of the top names in Singapore. But your disbelief made me feel, okay, this just isn't working. And after that, I just... I no, I no. so I I think it worked. And I'm glad that Aiden did reach out to us. He didn't. I made it up. Uh, <laughs> no, but I Aiden, I just, I thought a better name could have been 
chosen. But if you were going with the bit, you wouldn't question his name. Why would you question the name? I was trying to add to it and add a little flair and pizzazz. Like, oh, is that a common name in Singapore? But no. I, I understand. I get it. You know, I'll take yeah. blame for that. And you didn't read it in the first place. I sent it to you a week in advance. I have no excuse for that. Oh, I well, I, I did try to look at it. And then I got a new phone, so my Gmail account wasn't linked. And I was like, okay, I have to just do this later. And then I never got to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just something I wanted to address, especially because we went on pretending it was real. But I felt like it was shit, and I didn't want to continue it. So No, I thought it was good, and I'm sorry for putting it down. Eh, it's okay. But, yeah, it was it was fake. There, there's no Aiden. Not that I know anyway. Yeah, but if if there is an Aiden out there, uh, you got to suck Kyle's dick because you haven't subscribed to Patreon. I absolutely agree with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you want to write in and you have something to talk about, we'll be glad to talk about it. And also, I mean, we're looking for guests, right? We have, we've yeah. been talking about having more guests on and then not asking anyone to come on the podcast. Well, that's how you do it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've just, like, yeah, we're going to have guests soon. And it's been like a lot of episodes since we've had a guest. Yeah. Well, we can get Matt anytime, uh, especially now that we're going back to Zoom. Uh, the my friend who's a filmmaker. Mm. Yeah, we can get him anytime. What about therapist Nick? Do you still talk to him? Yeah, of course. He's yeah. in Puerto Rico right now. It might be difficult, but uh, he's there for a couple months. That's cool. Well, yeah. it'll happen when it happens. We'll figure it out. Well, we'll we got to get some more variety on here too. Nick's been on like four or five times. Love you to death. Okay. We want to have you back on. Again, obviously, but let's get some some new flavor in here. You mean like a black person? Well, we got to go down like the checklist. We've already had, you know, non-binary. That's it, actually. That's the only. Yeah, we've just had straight white men and then one non-binary. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We're getting there. Is that disrespectful to just say non-binary? Like as a as a noun, like they are a non-binary. No, I thought that was preferred. I don't know. I still don't know. Speaking of offensive stuff, uh, I wanted to bring this up. Oh boy, should we save <laughs> this for the Patreon? Oh yeah, we could talk about this in the Patreon. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Hell yeah! All right, awesome, Kyle. I love you. We're gonna end this. We're gonna go over the Patreon. All right, go. Really do. Also, go to the Patreon and go give us money. Thank you, bye. Or suck my cock, bye. Oh, hold on, hold on. This is life being bound to love.